Daniel, my friend. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Beautiful, man. Thanks so much for joining me. Um, I know it's uh, probably uh, the sun already set on your side, all right? It's probably eight, nine o'clock in your Indonesia now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's eight, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Beautiful, man. Tell me, firstly, before we even start with Land Rovers, um, how uh, did you experience um, or how did Indonesia experience the lockdown now during this time with uh, the coronavirus and so on? Because obviously, you know, you and your country, uh, you know, there's a lot of tourism that revolves around Indonesia. So it should have been or was probably quite weird to experience, you know, Indonesia for the first time by yourself. Well, the the lockdown and the restriction was very tight uh, last year, starting yeah. from March. Uh, yeah. But it's getting less and less uh, strict during the Christmas, and yeah. till now we're starting to do things like normal, but with a very very uh, safety and healthy procedure, such a mask, uh, yeah. washing hands disinfectant and everything and keep distance I and see. they still stay still limiting the capacity of uh building office uh, uh restaurant yeah. and all the public places. they still they still put a limit of uh people who came there so maybe almost 30 or 50 capacity from the normal I see. No, because I'm, I'm following another guy somewhere. I can't remember exactly where he is in Indonesia. But um, I remember on all of his posts, he will say like, you know, day 304 of, uh, um, you know, of lockdown or whatever the case would be. And, um, you know, and I think it's now way past uh, a year that he's been or he's uh, been, you know, um, kind of locked down to us. I don't know if, if you guys are locked down to your specific region or province. Are you or not? So the lockdown itself uh, was um, at the first it was not to travel abroad and yeah didn't, uh, accept tourists from abroad but yeah. now we can uh, we can do that now but with a very very uh, re- uh, tight requirement such as antigen swab for the covid test yeah and also yeah. some of the paperwork that need to be done so you can go everywhere and especially go going abroad but uh if you travel around province or city yeah uh, you you can just simply use your mask and keep the no protocol issues. keep your protocol Interesting. they, they don't like restriction to type during either city to city trip i'm sure and tell me you are uh, based in jakarta or that area or not yeah, I'm in Jakarta, South Jakarta. Jakarta. I see, South Jakarta. Yeah, I think the, there's a few guys I'm following. I think the one guy's in West Java and then the other two or three guys. Because, um, I mean, Daniel, you guys probably have one of the best uh, playgrounds out there for Land Rovers, no? I mean, you are literally in the middle of, uh, of 4 by 4 heaven. Yeah, sure it is. Indonesia is a very, very big country and it's a country of islands. There's so yeah. many islands there, so many places that you need to see during your lifetime, which is, I don't know if I can make it to see everyone, every every place of them during my lifetime. So for sure. this is very, very beautiful places for, especially for us as a Land Rover owner who love to yeah. travel. Exactly. It's a perfect place. Was a perfect. Exactly. It's it's like a dream place to travel. Um, I I used to live in um, in Thailand many years ago, and um, I was working on a small island, uh, Koh Phi Phi, and um, each every I think it was every three or four months I had to do a visa run to Malaysia, um, and then you know it'll take me two days uh, to get there. And then I used to go to an island, uh, the Penang Island, to Georgetown. Um, so that's the closest I've been to Indonesia. Um, but obviously, Indonesia is a very, very, very popular place for South Africans, um, including many other countries, obviously. But for South Africa, it's a very uh, popular place for surfing, obviously, you know, and the beaches and the climate in the, um, you know, all the islands to explore. 
yeah. so Daniel, you are, uh, you've got a garage as well, right? You've got the Martopo and Sons uh, uh, Land Rover garage. Yes, yes. That's that's me. <laughs> that's you. So where does that come from? Because uh, I know um, you know you've you, you you've uh, posted quite a lot of photos in the past of your uh, your late uh, father. So um, yeah. is, is is he the one that started the, the garage, or did that come uh, along the time where you actually started it yourself? So Martha and Sons uh, originally the idea was I used it from my father's name Martopo. Okay. So he used to be a engineer and also a self do it yourself mechanic on his Land Rover. So yeah. he, he works at the cable industry, but he, he used he really loved to work his own Land Rover at the garage. So mm-hmm. I took it back maybe it's around nineteen seventy where yeah. when he bought his first second car Land Rover. And yeah. then in 1974, he swapped it into a Series 2A. Okay, his first Land Rover was Series 1, yeah. Series 1 start wheel base. And then he, he swapped it into Land Rover Series 2A. And then that that's the Series Land Rover that uh, still make it until today. And I still own it uh, for sure. And then yeah. that's uh, – and he also at his retirement – time he opened uh, his own garage for the Land Rover enthusiasts so that that the idea started from I, I just I see so so uh, that's obviously you know just uh, a, a quick recap on that but tell me something the the 2a that you are talking of is that the green one that you sometimes uh, have in photos or yes that the one you, that's you the green one you know you know that one too <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I've, I, th- I think I've been following you for, you know, almost two years now, I think. Um, so occasionally I, uh, I see the, the, the 2A, but obviously, you know, uh, the star of the show would be your Series 3, uh, the 88. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think I can also tell you, like, from all the Series 3s, uh, this, your, your, your landy is probably definitely top 10 in uh you know of my favorite landies for the fact that um you know you use your land rover for what it's designed for and um you know because i think a lot of people or you you have uh, you know one direction of people that you know likes to use it maybe once a week taking the wife or the kids to an ice cream down the road and you know you have the other part or the other group of guys who you know throws everything in the back and they go in to explore the jungles or the beaches or the mountains or whatever the case may be and obviously your Land Rover is um, the latter well I'm very thank you for that that's very nice to hear from you (laughs) yeah for sure man and um, you know obviously uh, um, also from the other guys that I've seen uh, you know that does a lot of adventure trips and so on in Indonesia uh, I see, obviously, a lot of guys uh, do have some uh, things like uh, winches, things like spades, things like uh, light guards. And, you know, I'm assuming, obviously, you know, it's not for show. That's actually equipment that you guys use on a daily basis when you are out in the jungle. Yes. Uh, I, I always keep my Land Rover as uh, as standard as it was, but yeah. I put some modification, but it's all about function and it's all about sure. practicality. So like a spade, like a pickaxe, I used to use it during my trip or camping or journey when I needed yeah. to shove something or need to break rocks or something. And then yeah. like light guards or PTO wins, that for uh, safety for sure. Uh, PTO wins, for I sure. use it for, for recovery myself when I get stuck. Uh, yeah. Light guard is a simple, simple things to put. But it's sure. uh, it, it's uh, cover your 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 lights, especially yeah. when <laughs> I use uh, Lucas uh, glass lights from military Land Rover uh, spec, which yeah. is it, it's a bit expensive. If I broke I it, see. I see. <laughs> that, that that kind of light gun, I won't, I, it won't hurt that lens when I hit something or branch or tree or something. 
for sure. But then also uh, the rims that you've got on the on your um, Series Three is that um, one ton rims or not? Or it just looks like that from the pictures. Oh, I, I use that uh, long wheelbase rims, which is five and a half inch wide. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, because it, it sits really nice, uh, and it fits really nice on the on the, on the on your Land Rover. And um, besides that, I mean, obviously, that you said now you like to try and keep it as pure as possible, um, but keeping uh, you know function in mind. So, was there anything else that you've done uh, to the Land Rover, um, you know, mechanically or electrically to you know uh, make things easier for you? Ah, okay. This is this is a very interesting one that I should uh, explain to you. Yeah, you I can do, take all the time you need. We did. I do uh, maybe lots of modification, but still using the Land Rover parts. So, such yes. as brake braking system, I use that uh, Stage One V8 uh, master mm. cylinder, dual du, dual master cylinder, which is they mm -hmm. have a dual cylinder on the on the master cylinder, and I use yep. that. Front front braking system from the stage one V8, yeah. and the rear 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 braking system I use that uh, from the long wheelbase Land Rover. So, if we use a uh, long wheelbase and stage one braking system on our short wheelbase Land Rover series, so it will brakes more better, more firm, sure. better than the the, the standard uh, short wheelbase one. And also, I put some modification. On my electricity, I I don't I use some of the YPAC Lucas and some of the uh, LEP lights, which is a Kenwi yeah. OM. But uh, on the uh, the socket from the cable, I I modified it using that Japanese style socket. So it it's from plastic, you know. If we see yeah. Japanese car, they're using the plastic socket. It instead of that. Uh, the iron one that looks yeah, like a Lucas one. So I use that yeah. for simplicity and the maintenance. So it will easier for me to, to maintenance during the, the general checkup. And, and, and uh, so you, so you obviously you, you stayed with uh, points. You didn't move to electric ignition. Uh, no, I'm still using uh, that uh, contact point, the classic yes. one. I still use that, but I use some kind of uh, device. I forgot which is I don't know I don't know what it called, but it's it's like a device where we use that contact point as a trigger. But the 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 working one is not the 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 contact point, but that that device. Oh. It's not a CDI, but it's it's more like a. I believe MSD MSD have that kind of ignition system. Yeah. I forgot. So, so but Local one, not the MSD. Is it that, is it just uh, more reliable? Uh, the reason why you're using it, or uh, I use it because of the it it can save your contact point life longer than usual. I see. Okay, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, because obviously you know you have previously posted. Um, uh, some clips and videos of uh, you know not necessarily you all the clips uh, as well but obviously you you've you've had uh, a lot of videos where there's a lot of series wading through water um, and I was always wondering you know especially in Indonesia where things are very wet and damp uh, you know how many times uh, have you guys had issues with uh, landies you know stalling in 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 riverbeds or uh, you know and water that's maybe slightly too deep or water splash up onto the distributor whatever the case may be do you have any way of uh, waterproofing your your distributor or that's not actually too much of a concern well i always during my journey i always uh, looking for if i have to cross the river i will always looking for the safest point to cross. So yeah, my sure. safest level water to cross is uh, the bumper. Yeah. If the water is over the bumper, I will simply just looking other way to cross because my Land Rover doesn't get any waterproofing kit on it. It's very, very basically stan standard. So yeah, yeah when, when I... Uh, about to cross a river, I will have to check it. But if it's too deep, 
I won't go for it because uh, I don't know. I I think petrol Land Rover is more 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 trouble in the water rather than the sure. the diesel one, right? For sure, for sure. No, but uh, uh, that's also. I mean, you know, sometimes my friends will laugh at me if I go on a weekend uh, trip camping somewhere. You know, um, half of the things you are packing is spares. You know, a spare points, spare belt, spare coils, spare. You you have like two spares of everything. Like you you're literally carrying like half a Land Rover in the back as a spare. And, uh, you know, obviously, I think for you guys on your trips, it's obviously just as important to, you know, have a, a good variety of spares. Um, I think you've posted a, f- a few weeks ago or something um, what you actually carry with you. Um, you know, I think you, you carry things like your um, the rubber boots that goes in, in uh, where the shock mounts are. You know, fa- extra fan belts, uh, uh, probably coils and points and all those type of things as well. But is there anything that um, for you that really, you know, uh, could uh, end your trip uh, prematurely if you didn't have that on your trip? I mean, um, meaning um, is there like two or three things that you will never, never leave the house without? Okay, I will always brought my spares distributor. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole unit with the contact point set with the right gap on it. So it's, yeah. if something happens to my distributor, I will just switch it, switch it to my my oh, spare. The other one, yeah. And I I also brought a spares uh, full pump, mechanical full pump. I see. I also brought. Well, I guess I I have a. One box in my my ca- back cabin of Land Rover, which is yeah. consists of all of this uh, fast moving parts that I always then will, will not uh, leave For during sure. my daily drive or journey. So yeah. if I say to you, I will always brought spares, uh, repair kit for brakes, repair kit for clutch, uh, flexible for brakes, and also the yeah. I also brought. So you basically you you are basically like a workshop on wheels. Yes. So 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 <laughs> this is this is the fun story. So when I when I got with the with the people from the club, I I, yeah. I joined the club, Land Rover Club Indonesia. So by the time we go together, and some people that use uh, also use the series Land Rover too, they yeah. will say to me that oh it's Daniel. It's the, the <laughs> displaying store car on the tour, so we don't, we don't have to worry. You got everything. <laughs> well, all every group always needs that one friend, you know. So I guess in this circumstance, you the one friend that uh, you know everyone can rely on. Um, so, but but you also said you said your dad was very uh, mechanical. Um, um, and also love to fix things. I'm assuming that you are also in the same uh, boat as your dad. I mean, you have you, uh, electrical and mechanical things or kind of things that comes very easy uh, for you. Uh, actually, uh, my dad is can do both electrical and engineering. But me, I I only do uh, engine engineering uh, and machinery. But I I, I didn't see. do electrical because uh, I have. Uh, my friends who used to understand that. So yeah. if it comes to electrical, I will let him to do it. So I only yeah. know how to do it, but I don't. I didn't dare to, to do it on myself. For sure. And know. tell me before before you. I mean, you are, you grew up with Land Rovers, but um, was it was it uh, um, with with growing up with Land Rovers with your dad? I mean, did he did he kind of guide you through? through the years into, you know, trying to fix your own Land Rover or it's something that you kind of uh, only later in life decided to, you know, try to fix uh, a clutch or brake or whatever the case may be? So my, my dad was actually during his college year, which which are he, he didn't even finish his college back then. So, yeah. so he used to fix, he, he loved to fix car and he loved to overhaul, even he loved to overhaul every car that that came to his uh, French workshop. So he, he yeah. and his friends used to have a workshop back then, but it, it's not only Land Rover. It's, it consists of 
various cars like a Mercedes, Jaguar, Ford, or everything, including Land Rover. So yeah. uh, start from them. He he also do that Land Rover things in his life, which is uh, fixing his own car and also our friend's car. Uh, that that is the which is lead him to make his own garage at the end. I see. I see. That's interesting, man. And uh, and um, you obviously is your brother also involved in Land Rovers, or did he is he more clever than us? He he is he almost got fall into the wrong part of the world like us, but he got saved. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got saved and and he he chose the right life. Actually, my my brother lived near near South Africa. Now, oh really? He's in Namibia. Oh yeah, that's just uh, it's our border. It's uh, yeah. our neighbor. I, I even go. I even I once go to South Africa, but only in Johannesburg Airport. <laughs> I see. Well, now you well whenever you get to Cape Town, obviously you know there's a Land Rover here that you can use. So uh, whenever you're this side, you'll definitely let me know. Okay, I will let you know. I uh, I would love to go to there. <laughs> love to have a Land Rover to drive. And tell me, uh, there was a route, I can't remember what it was. I think it's a quite new uh, video that you've posted on uh, on YouTube. Um, I think it was uh, Le Buck, Le Buck, something like that. Is yeah, that, Le Buck. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, huh? so um, I remember, um, uh, or maybe I'm talking about two different um, videos, but there was one video where you guys were putting in low range up a, um, a tar road. Okay, um, and that you know, I don't know if it, uh, you know, if it's uh, for for most people. Obviously, it you know they probably don't didn't even uh, realize or recognize it. But um, when I was in Thailand, I was traveling a bit, and I ended up in um, uh, Koh uh, Phangan was the island, and I rented a motorbike, and um, it was literally like three kilometers from the harbor. I went down this hill and it was so steep. I, it felt like the motorbike is going to flip forward. And then you go down this very long hill, you get to the bottom and it's a very sharp dip and then it goes up again. And my whole day, like I was traveling around the island exploring and my whole day I was stressing for the moment that I'll have to go back to the harbor to, to put the, you know, to drop off the motorbike again because that hill was so scarily steep. And when I, on returning, I remember like you have to do like 110 kilometers an hour going down the one hill. And then as you come up the other hill, you obviously start to lose uh, uh, power. And I remember it was so steep that I, the motorbike was like, you know, it was like a one to five and I was like full throttle and I was moving slow enough for someone to walk next to me and have a conversation with me. And, you know, it, <laughs> the motorbike was just, 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 keeping up to to make this hill so when i saw this with the land rover i thought like that it had like a i had like a flashback of uh, of thailand so obviously in uh, in indonesia you probably have more than one of these uh, super you know uh, um, steep hills where cars like little land rovers will need low, low range to get up it well there's many road in indonesia especially on the countryside uh, that have a very very steep uh, road and also, it's it has a, a turning turning section during that steep hill, so yeah. it will. If we lost momentum, we won't get it. So so sometimes <laughs> in, instead of I stop in the middle of that that road, so I choose yeah. to to put it on the red knob. So I think yeah, as, as slow as possible, but it, it is slow but sure I will get there. Instead of yeah, I stop sure. my engine in the middle of that road. So I will danger uh, the people around me or behind for me. Sure. So I, I just sure. do that. Well, luckily for you, like like you said, you've got uh, stage one V8 brakes on yours, uh, you know, to help you a little bit. But obviously, you know, someone with bad brakes, uh, that's a nightmare. Um, yeah. And <laughs> then um, your, there was, I think it's your latest video that you guys were uh, camping as a group as the Land Rover Club Indonesia. Yeah, um, and I've I've picked up this. You guys have quite a lot of. Firstly, man, your videos are amazing. Uh, Thank you. Your storytelling, 
is amazing. I mean, you you don't even use words, and your storytelling is is is, is really colorful. So I really I'm really enjoying your your uh, your videos that you put on YouTube. But um, what I wanted to ask is, uh, it's it seems like there's quite a lot of um, Camel Trophy anniversary vehicles um, in in your in your club. And is those, is it um, anniversary, like original um, vehicles that was used? Because I remember um, Indonesia, I think you had two or three um, camel trophies that happened, um, you know, in the 80s or 90s, no? It's four, actually. Four times. Oh, four? Yeah. Okay, so the, uh, there, was one in, there was one in Sumatra, uh, then um, Sulawesi. Sulawesi. Borneo and once again in Kalimantan. Kalimantan, which is the same island as Borneo. I see. Okay, so it was four actually. So all those vehicles. I mean, uh, although uh, some of the original vehicles that was left behind, or that's all uh, vehicles that was made up to you know celebrate the Camel Trophy. Uh, so uh, let me tell you the some something. Uh, so uh, our club is going to help uh, the event called that Sumatra Tribute. Uh, so it's a tribute event for anniversary of camel trophy which is we yeah. will help that sumatra tribute celebes tribute uh borneo tribute and also kalimantan tribute for times uh, as for even different for even so uh, yeah. that car that you see on the video is a tribute car which is our member and our friend uh, to participate on that even so the even will be retracking the old route of the old original camel trophy held in indonesia that's amazing that's, That's amazing. Is that is that is that a plan for uh, still in the works for for twenty twenty one or twenty two or for the future? Uh, it was originally planned for twenty twenty, but during the corona outbreak, uh, the event has been postponed. So uh, we are we are trying to work it out so it can be run on next September this year yeah. 2021. And then uh, will you be joining uh, with your vehicle or will you be jumping in one of the tribute vehicles? No, I, maybe I will waiting them on the finish line. <laughs> I see. Okay. So you, you're behind the, uh, behind the curtains to helping out. Yeah. I, That's the, I, I will let the, this, uh, all those my senior who, uh, who used to go to over two weeks over a trip to go there. I see. I, I, I'm, I'm not be able to do that. At this time, to well, to, you know, to, I, th to I think that the one, th the one thing that's very uh, um, clear is obviously the camaraderie. But in the, your in the uh, Indonesian uh, Land Rover Club, uh, again, I mean, uh, um, you know, you guys, it seems like the the the, the Land Rover Land Rover family as a whole is quite uh, uh, a quite net uh, close knit group. Um, you know, you've got. Um, kind of you, you involve everyone everyone gets to participate in the events or the weekends of where you you know the kids have events uh the families goes on you know the boat trips or you've got the volleyball or whatever the case may be um so so it seems at least from the outside it seems like you know um adventure and camping and outdoors uh with land rover specifically is quite it seems to be a, a quite a quite a family orientated uh, um activity yeah, yeah. So, so the the philosophy was like this. Uh, for us, Land Rover is like a family member. It's more like you own a pet dog or a pet cat. So you sure. love. So you love to spend time with your Land Rover, which is is also in, involving your family, your wife, your kids, maybe or your spouse or something. So yeah. it's a whole one big family to us as a Land Rover owner. So so we we always do that kind of package package thing which uh, which include us as a man who owns a land rover and also we involve our maybe our spouse our kids yeah in that event so everyone is happy and everyone is uh, enjoying their time together with the land rover that's how the For we sure. spread the love the love the spirit that's amazing man because i mean where i stay i stay a little bit away from the city so um, you know although I'm not a part of the Land Rover Club. It's very difficult for me to join other, even other groups, um, you know, maybe not even Land Rovers. Maybe if it's, uh, 
you know, one guy's a Toyota, the other guy has uh, whatever the case, whatever it might be, you know. So I'm a little bit separated by time and distance from people. Uh, so I end up spending a lot of time uh, camping alone, which um, it, which is also nice, you know. But obviously, um, you know, I'm not uh, a mechanic in any sense. My electrical and mechanical uh, knowledge that I have uh, I also, I, 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 you know, my dad showed me a lot, um, a lot of things, you know, I have the manual and then I've had the two years of owning the, the series that forced me into fixing things as, you know, as they break. So, um, sometimes it's tricky because you're always by my, I'm always by myself, always camping. And, um, you know, sometimes you get in a position where, you know, um, you just don't have the the necessary uh, skills and knowledge to get yourself um, out of trouble. But the thing about series Land Rovers is the fact that, you know, a lot of times you can probably fix it with like two or three tools and, uh, you know, a little bit of duct tape or uh, a cable tie or whatever the case may be. Yeah, or WD-40, W-40. WD forty, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of Q twenty. WD forty goes a long, <laughs> a long way. That's a yeah, must. That's true, must man. Eight to my car. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got two. I've got two cans in the car as well, and then two in the garage. So that's definitely something I keep close to myself. Uh, and then tell me with the um, uh, with your series three. Uh, you didn't uh, change out the back diff. You still have the rover diff, right? Yeah, I'm still using the original rover diff. Yeah, no parabolics as well. You still playing? Uh, the rest is pretty st uh, stock. Yeah, I'm still running on the original leaf spring, but I put maybe extra extra leaves on it, so it 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 stands higher than 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 I original. See. I see. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, you know, it's, I think it's such a fine line between, um, like, like you, I think you, we are very similar in that sense where you try to keep the vehicle as standard as possible, but obviously make it comfortable, like you said earlier. And, uh, the wheels that I've got on now at this stage is still the 750 16s, which is, uh, it's a cross ply uh, tire. So it's super tough, super hard. You know, it makes a lot of noise on the on the road. It's not the best tire to use in the sand, but in the end of the day, it just looks so good on the vehicle. Well, I, for to be honest, I admire your tires. Is that a road track major or kind of it? It's uh yeah, it's the Dunlop Universal uh, well, light trucks. Uh, light trucks, yeah. So so I I saw some expedition old expedition pictures of Land Rover in Africa or somewhere else. They yeah. usually use that kind of tire, right? Yeah, the only problem here is uh, it's it, it's very difficult to get hold of these tires in South Africa. Now, your only option, you've got two options. And the one option is where I got my set. So when I bought my series, I <clears> bought it with uh, four old, old tires and it was really broken already. So um, I've got a friend who has a tire business and he got hold of a, a set of five, which he found on a farm. So in South Africa, you will sometimes still find these tires on farm implements and farm vehicles. And um, so he managed to get me a secondhand set. But to get a brand new set of these tires, the only option is basically importing it uh, from, uh, from England. And obviously, you know, uh, the price is, uh, is is very, very high for that. So it's either that or you move to the Wolfram and, you know, you put something, a tubeless like a BF Goodrich or something like that. Um, I think there is one or two other options um, or alternatives to the 750-16. But, um, you know, that specific, specific tire and tread just, you know, fits the vehicle so nicely. But unfortunately, that's, uh, like I said, not easy to to uh, to get hold of anymore. Yeah, yeah. I saw. Uh, anyway, I saw your Land Rover, your series Land Rover. What is the thing under that front turning lights indicator? I saw like a small lights also under that. Uh, so ah, it's it's um i think it's the um in south africa it's uh, we need to have reflectors 
so it's two little reflectors uh, in the front and in the back. So you need to have white ones in front and then red ones uh, in the back. So they just reflect. It's just a piece uh, of plastic that you, uh, with the glue that uh, reflects uh, when someone uh, at nighttime, for example, you'll be and your lights shine on it. It reflects uh, red or white. Oh, so so that 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 kind of stuff is a, a, a kind of a standard issue on Land Rover in South Africa because I saw your other picture where there is a series two two red red series two Land Rover, right? Yeah, that's my brother's. It also had a kind of that reflector, reflector things in, installed on the on the under that light, small lights also, right? Yeah, exactly. So those things, I mean, it's you know, it's 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 a thing that you buy. It's it's a very cheap, uh, small thing, uh, but it's it's regulations of apart apart from the road regulations is for vehicles to have those things uh, um, on the when you when it's a legal to be legal on the road so it's a very small thing it's just it, you know you take the the uh, piece of paper off and you just stick it on and uh, you're good to go um so that's um you know you'll find that on the most vehicles but obviously you know some people uh, pick up on it because the left hand one is a round one and then the right hand one is a block so uh, you know sometimes people think maybe it's like a cheap uh, light or something that i added um which is obviously not the case um uh, then I, i wanted to ask you another thing regarding um your chassis do you guys have um issue with rust um or do you um kind of uh, wax or spray your your chassis um occasionally we also have a rust issue here i don't put wax oil on my chassis so i on i on, i only paint them with some kind of uh paint which is used for painting big gates or something like uh, industrial things. I use that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So it will last longer and hold a little bit uh, rust. For sure. Yeah, I mean, here where I stay, that's, you know, that's the number one killer for uh, of vehicles is, uh, is rust. So luckily for me, my uh, all my doors, my bonnet, um, the roof, obviously, And the chassis, the front and cross, uh, the front and back cross members, has all been galvanized. So the only thing on mine that's not galvanized is the bulkhead. Um, so that's the one thing that I'll have to replace, you know, in the coming in the coming years because I ha already have small small pieces that's starting to uh, to to open up uh, with rust. Um, But besides that, obviously, you know, where I stayed close to the beach, uh, having as much as possible galvanized is obviously the way to go. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I also dreaming about having a, that kind of galvanized chassis, chassis, and also door, door, and also bulkhead. Maybe it will be nice to have yeah. that kind of galvanized. Yeah, you know, that's and that's the problem is, uh, you know, just to get to the bulkhead, obviously, you need to split the whole vehicle uh, if if you want to galvanize that. So um, that's why now I'm trying to, you know, uh, trying to not think about it too much uh, because obviously it needs to happen in the future. Um, so, well, I guess that's, you know, that's a, a road that you will cross when you eventually get there. Um And and uh, uh, what you call it? Um, overdrives. Is that a popular um, extra on the landies in Indonesia or not much? Uh, sorry, what? Can you can uh, you over, over the over the ferry over overdrive? Okay, overdrive is quite rare in Indonesia. Not too yeah. familiar, but some people have it. Uh, but it's not a common things in Indonesia. But they yeah. they. Yeah, we can see one, two, or three, four people using it on their series, but not yeah. not as common as like PTO winch or Captain winch. It's more rare than them. Really? Yeah, because here again, it's the opposite. Uh, I've got an overdrive in, in mine, but yeah. um, here the PTO winches, well, overdrive as well, actually, but 
winches <laughs> are, are not the easiest to come by. I would love to to add a winch to mine um, because you know when you travel alone, um, a winch is a it could be a very nice accessory to have to try and help yourself out of uh, trouble. Um, when I now in December, I, that's exactly what happened to me. I went if, every year. I go up. Uh, between uh, the border at uh, the coastline that goes towards Namibia and uh, I go there for a week and the first day I got to the beach I got stuck so badly I have no cell phone signal I have no vehicles or people close to me and uh, it took me a few hours to get out of that nonsense uh, where you know if I had a winch uh, it would have made uh, you know three four hours of digging maybe you know ten minutes of winching so um there's definitely advantages to to having um, you know a winch to to insist yourself. That that's what I'm going to say to you. I'm planning to say that say to you that I think you need a winch because I saw some of your videos <laughs> fucked down. <laughs> so I saw it. Hey man, you need a winch. Anything yeah, electric man. or maybe PTO, anything you can get. So <laughs> so I think you will get more safer to go anywhere, and also maybe. Yeah, uh, sand leather, sand tracks like the camel trophy, like the use. Yeah, I, th I think definitely sand tracks. That's definitely the next thing that I will be getting. Look, the problem is, is uh, you know, a winch is nice uh, if you have something to winch off. Uh, off. So uh, on the beach or on flat sand, you know, you can always dig a hole and put your spare tire and then winch from there. Um, but you've <laughs> probably have you seen? There's an Australian company that makes these. Um, it's I don't know what they call it. It's like a ladder made out of uh, rope, and then um, you tie it through your rim, and then yeah. as your one wheel turn, it wraps around the tire, uh, which is a, a possibility. Uh, you know, it's kind of a one-person uh, job, um, but again, then you need to you know you need an anchoring point. Um, and I know there's a company in America, they, they do the, they call it a dead man. It's like this um, square uh, piece of uh, PVC with um, four ropes on each side. And then you, yeah. you basically dig a hole, you put that in the hole, you close the hole with sand. And then that is your anchoring point, which is quite nice. Um, you know, so if you have maybe a dead man and a winch, I think that's your ideal you know, then you at least covered for if they uh, for everything for all the uh, different um, uh, environments. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That that's very nice to have when you travel alone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and you you uh, you you carry tank um, jerry cans, or you have a uh, do you have two tanks? Uh, I have single tanks, but I brought always brought a jerry cans on my yeah. backpack because. I drive my Land Rover daily, daily driven also. So yeah, uh, my point is like this: uh, I always brought spare uh, jerry cans because uh, my jerry can is f made from thick plastic, so it, yeah. it it won't rust, so it won't make a problem by uh, absorbing the rust into the full tank and then go to yeah, the for sure. So if we have that kind of uh, double double tanks, which is sometimes we only uh, fill the the one and we forgot to fill the other one and got empty, and then mm. when it got empty, uh, all that uh, sediment that uh, the sure. the the rust will go there, and by the time we fill the full there, the the sediment will absorb into the carburetor. So I think it will be a problem during a trip, so I will always say brought the jerry cans and the plastic one. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I, I've got a I'm I'm with you with the plastic ones. Um, unfortunately, I've got brand new metal ca uh, jerry cans at this stage, so uh, I'm using them at this stage. But obviously, you now if I had the option, I will definitely go plastic. But uh, I've got a I've got a second tank, but that's exactly what you uh, what you said. Now is exactly what I'm sitting with. Is uh, the tank was dry for a very long time, so I'll first have to take it out, clean it, um, and then um, you know before I will able to uh, put it in the system because I'm convinced that you know there will be sedimental particles in that tank that will eventually block the fuel lines. So. Um, or the carburetor. So it's um, at this stage, I'm also just running on the little uh, 
the main tank and then uh, a few jerry cans on the roof. Um, Daniel, uh, before we go, I wanted to ask you, you all, you did, um, you had the opportunity to um, view the, the new Defender. And I know, yeah. uh, you know, throughout the Land Rover community, it's, uh, it's quite an interesting or funny topic to, to see how people react. So what was your um, initial thoughts of uh, the new Defender? For me, to be honest, I love classic cars. So my 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 taste is ended up to Defender 300 TDI. But when I saw that uh, new Defender, I still <laughs> think it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing, but uh, maybe it's suitable for the person that maybe it's not a uh, two Land Rover person. Maybe yeah. he, uh, yeah. he uh, Jeep owner or maybe he's a Jimny owner. Maybe yeah. it's suitable for them to to start a connection with Land Rover. <laughs> I see what you mean. Yeah, because you know, uh, with, when your when your land when your series eighty eight go uh, when something goes wrong, you know, you open up the boot and take a spare part, you put it in, and you continue. With the new Defender, you will have to open laptops and diagnostic tools and run tests and things on all those hundreds of computers that's uh, in that vehicle. So obviously, you know, roadside maintenance and all these type of things are out of the window uh, when it comes to the new one. Um, and I think that's also why, you know, the series is such an amazing vehicle to start out with, because if you are not, a, a, you know, a, a very mechanical or electrical person, a Land Rover will force you to become one. Like, you know, there's no other way. So, um, you know, so it's almost like it's like a good school. It's like a good teacher um, to have a Land Rover. Sometimes, you know, it breaks. Obviously, uh, most of the times it breaks in the worst places. Um, you know, but most of the times, like we said, you know, if you've got a, if you've got a half a toolbox, you've got the manual or whatever the case may be, then you'll be able to fix it without uh, a lot of knowledge. And I think that's obviously the big advantage of having these old vehicles is exactly that. Yes, I'm very agree with you. So there, there is a saying, say that Land Rover turning owners into mechanics since 1948, right? <laughs> 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 listen man um i've spent so much time under that thing it's it's a joke you know and usually usually the land driver will be okay on a monday on a tuesday on a wednesday thursday afternoon something will start to go wrong and as soon as it's weekend that's it you know so friday you're under the car saturday you're under the car sunday night sometimes you get it fixed you know just before the start of the week so that's usually how it goes so uh, i can definitely uh, agree with you um, yeah. And tell me, uh, lastly, any any uh, other plans besides the uh, tribute uh, that you guys are doing? Um, any other interesting trips that you guys will be doing in 2021? Uh, we will maybe doing some kind of uh, miniature, like the, the last time we go to the beach, uh, to Chicasso, if you yeah. saw the video. We will do that kind of thing, uh, that kind of stuff. Maybe do, during the mid of this year, but it will depends on the uh, location if it whether it's ready or not. But yeah. next week, next week we will have a fun ride, a one day ride. So the 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 ride was very special team because the 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 even we call it as a series series day out. So. All the club member who wants to participate participate must drive their series Land Rover, and cannot route any other car. So you must yeah. route classic Land Rover. That's so amazing. About 30, Thirty series Land Rover already lined up for wow. next week one day trip. Wow, that's <laughs> amazing, man! That's beautiful. <laughs> I that's, hope that's I hope amazing. No, no, I hope there is no breaking down during the trip. <laughs> Well, you know, it seems like you're gonna be there, so you know, it's it's all it's all good, you know. There's 30 Land Rovers, but Daniel is there to you know fix all 30 problems, so uh, it should be a good day out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, Daniel, it was a pleasure meeting you. It was amazing talking to you, and um, obviously, you know, uh, for anyone out there, um, your YouTube is uh, Martopo and Sons. Am I correct? Yes. 
That's right. Thank and, you. And then um, your Instagram, your full name. Can you get uh, it's Daniel? What is your your uh, second name? Daniel Presetio Martopo. That's it. So that's your Instagram, and uh, that's where obviously you'll obviously keep uh, me and everyone updated with uh, the Landy Day uh, next week. So I'm looking forward to that. And um, yeah, man, keep up uh, the amazing uh, videos, and um, we'll be in touch. Yes, it was also nice to talk and have a great conversation with you, Rudolph. I will yeah. always keep in touch with you, and we always yeah, for sure. We'll definitely, uh, you know, in a few weeks or so, we'll we will definitely uh, chat again and see where you've, uh, you know, how far you've uh, um, come with the with uh, trips and organizing. Because you are also the um, the vice chairman of the Land Rover Club Indonesia, am I right? Yes, I'm. I'm the vice chairman for the Land Rover yeah. Club. So, uh, you know, so it'll be interesting to, to talk uh, down the line again and uh, see what uh, what's happening, um, you know, in, in your private uh, capacity and uh, in the Land Rover um, Indonesia capacity. So um, looking forward to that. Okay, that will be great. I will yeah. be happy to for it. Cool, Daniel, man. Have a beautiful evening and uh, have a good week. Yes, you, are, you also have a great weekend. And have a great time with the Land Rover. I will do this weekend, yeah. So, uh, you know, and actually, no, 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 no. Before I go, actually, you know, I still have work on the Land Rover for no reason, out of nowhere. Um, just last night, when I put the headlights on, for some reason, my indicator lights goes on. So I've got no idea why, you know, the, somewhere the wiring decided to, or the earthing or something decided to, you know, like I told you, it's Friday, Daniel. Like I can't have an off weekend. It's supposed it's weekend now, so obviously something needs to be wrong with the vehicle. So I'm actually on my way down now to try and find the issue on the electrical park. So uh, yeah, wish me luck. Okay, I hope you will find that problem so you can fix it and solve it, and then you can have a nice trip during this weekend. Yeah, well, for sure. And Thanks so much, man. Don't get bugged again in that sign. Okay? <laughs> I've Stay got my <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't have wins yet, okay? Yeah, no, no. I, I'm, for now, it's uh, the spade. Me and the spade, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Cheers, Daniel. Have a good one. Okay. Thank you, Rudolph. Cheers. Have a good Ciao. one. Thank you. Ciao.